Welcome to the Genealogy Happy Hour, a place where new family historians can learn to document their family histories and celebrate their new discoveries. I'm Amy. And I'm Penny. And we're here to help you discover your family tree from the beginning. Welcome to episode 43. Today, Penny and I are going to be talking about some of the preparation that we've been doing for our upcoming research road trip. We're going to be researching in Connecticut and New Jersey. Can hardly wait Mm -hmm. to get on the road, roll up our sleeves, get into some archives, drink some wine. And we will actually be on the road once we fly there. Yes, not driving (laughs) to Connecticut and New Jersey. So road trip is, you know. Is it? Multiple conveyances <laughs> yes. to get there. Yes, that's true. <laughs> we all are about we are about we are about convenience, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> all right, but first, before we talk about all the prep that we've been doing, and we probably do deserve a glass of wine for all this prep that yeah. we've been doing. What for are we sure. drinking today? Um, so today I found a Pine Ridge Chenin Blanc Viognier. So I love Viognier. Y'all know that. And this is a little mixture of wine. It's got a, a rating of ninety by the wine enthusiast. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, from California and is listed as crisp, lively, and refreshing. This medium-bodied wine offers a tangy citrus flavor with a light mineral accent that adds complexity. And it's a natural pairing for seafood. And it it's very good. nice. Yeah. Very yeah. Nice. And, it's, and it's very good. And I know we'll be getting some of that. Because, you know, our first stop when we hit... When we get out of the airport and we're on our way to the hotel. You're really saying the this? The first stop is the wine store <laughs> because we need wine after a long day of research. Yes, I'm really saying it. Okay. Saying it out loud. Right. Saying it out loud. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, we've been prepping. Yes. All right. So, let's go back a little bit. Last year, we were in Ohio. Right. We were in Ohio, and that was a whole different um, different ball game of research. So um, we did five days searching in courthouses and libraries, looking for documentation on our 19th century Ohio ancestors. And many Midwestern states, like Ohio, uh, centralized the community's records at the county and circuit court level. So we rolled up our sleeves and paged through deed books and marriage records and court order books, um, some things on microfilm, but everything was held at the county court level. So, so we were in those dusty attics in the courthouses yes. and opening those old smelly books. Yes, which was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> All but right. This year, we're going to New England, mm-hmm. uh, specifically New Jersey and Connecticut, in search of 17th and 18th century ancestors. So there are different things that we need to understand for that research. Right. So we're kind of looking for maybe some Patriots, Revolutionary War ancestors. Correct. Right. I think both of us are going after somebody. Right. So, however, <coughs> excuse me, on my New Jersey line, everybody died before the revolution. So my male people weren't were either too young or already dead before the revolution. So, which is kind of a bummer. But I still want to make those links because if I can make these links, then I can go back to um, pre, you know, the colonial period. So. Um, I'm, I've been prepping for my New Jersey research, which is, uh, my Ohio ancestors, Benjamin Miller and Pitney Guest came to Ohio in 1812 from New Jersey, Morris and Middlesex counties. 
So, and I know this because, uh, mostly because of Perrin's History of Stark County, Ohio. It was published in 1881. So there's a lot of information about this family moving into um, Stark County, Ohio. And I have my ancestor Pitney Guest's uh, will and obituary. He is in that, um, that text as well, that county history as well. Uh, and it says that he was born uh, in um, 1783 in New Jersey, although the 1850 census says Pennsylvania. But everything else lends itself to New Jersey. He married um, in New Jersey, and then he died in um, Ohio in 1856. So what I want to do is I want to um, prove who his mother is and her, then her maternal line, and then also try and determine who his father is. Uh, the only information that I have on his possible parents comes from um, two find-a-grave entries. I contacted the individual who posted those two find-a-grave entries, and he has done no additional research on the family. And even on the find-a-grave, it says the dates that he has there need to be verified. Where did he get the information for the parents? He didn't say. He didn't say. I think it's always key to contact the, the person when somebody throws out some mm -hmm. new information and there's nothing listed there about it. Yeah. 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 And yeah, he was very, he responded right away. He was like, oh, I'm so glad you're researching this, but I haven't done anything on it. So. Thank you. I, right. Um, I, so, so that's kind of where I, I'm starting from. Um, I do have, so the parents that he says are, um, Pit, my ancestor's name is Pitney Guest. Uh, he thinks that the father is John Jacob Guest and the mother is Sophia Pitney. And you do find both of those names in New Jersey. I do find, I do not find Sophia or um, John Jacob. There's a John Guest, but not a John Jacob Guest. Um, but I do find a Samuel Pitney and a Zervana Drake. And then from that couple, I can go back. I can find their parents, and then on Zervana's line, I can go then all the way back to New Hampshire in 16, early 1600s. But you just so need to make that connection. I need to are... make the connection between Pitney and Sophia, and then Sophia and her parents. So those are the two connections that I need to make. So and that's good, your focus in That's New my Jersey. focus, exactly. Okay. But as you said, we're in a different time period entirely. Uh, and in fact... Um, you know, I do know that Samuel Pitney, the supposed father of um, of Sophia, he died in January 1748. I have an abstracted um, an abstraction from his last will and testament that was written January 1st. It was proved later that month in Woodbridge, New Jersey, and all it says is that my daughters, when they turn 18, will get their inheritance. But it does say that the wife is Zervana, <clears throat> so I know that's the right. If those are her parents, that's the right family. Um, and I do know that Zervana Drake was born in 1726 in Piscataway. So I've got Woodbridge and Piscataway as possible locations of where to look. Sophia must have been born prior to that 1748. Um, and based on Pitney's date of birth, which is 1783, I'm thinking that she had to be born around... Um, just prior to that. So she's probably a, a small child when her father died. Maybe married around 1765 um, when she was about 20, 21 years old. So where do I go to get these records? I go to Red Book. Ancestry's Red Book has all the different states and it outlines all the counties. It outlines where you can get documents from. So that's the first place I went. 
And I found, first I, I went to Wikipedia and I kind of looked up New Jersey. Um, and I found out that in 1609, it was founded as a New Netherlands colony during Henry Hudson's exploration of <clears throat> that area of um, the New World. And it became a colony in 1664, but then the Dutch recaptured it about nine years later, and then the English took it back again. So really until 1674, it was mostly in the Dutch, in Dutch control. So I don't know where to get those where those can get those documents from but i gotta get back there first right so um it was divided into eastern and western new jersey and um east new jersey included piscataway and woodbridge so so far so good yeah right so then red book says that the only known early records are those from woodbridge and piscataway oh woohoo right Hallelujah. all right and they cite joseph w daly's 1873 um, I guess, abstraction of those vital records. And then it goes on to say, the original records, however, do not seem to have survived. Oh, boo. So, Dally is the reference and the source. Great. I went, I got Dally. It was $10 on, you know, used books or whatever. And there were some of my, Samuel lives in there, Zervana, you know, <clears throat> there's some, the, the Pitneys, I guess, are in there. Um, I also, and I do not remember where I got this citation from, several years ago, I got a citation that these families were in the first a book by Monette, or Aura Monette, called The First Sellers of Ye Plantations of Piscataway and Woodbridge, Old East, New Jersey, 1664 to 1714. Wow. So, so going through that text, um, he transcribed a lot of the vital records. Um, and has early histories of the area, and um, the these families are loaded in this in these two. But does it show Sophia with that? Sophia's family? not in there. No, because she because it only goes to 1714, oh, okay, okay. and she's right. born in 1740. So yeah, it's gotcha. I can go back, you know, past Sophia and into the, all of those families, and I do, and it's great. But I have to get Sophia. I got to prove Sophia, Pitney, Sophia. I got to prove those relationships. So, okay, so what's at the county level? So I'm asking what's at the county level. Middlesex and Morris, which is Woodbridge and Piscataway, mm -hmm. they were formed in 1683 and 1739. But really the records don't start until 1766 and 1786. So really before she was born. So right, I know. So like, okay, now what do I do? Um, you know, I know that my ancestors left in 1812, and I do have the 1805 marriage already between um, between Pitney and his wife. So, I'm thinking the best my best options are the probate records again, um, and church baptism records. Church the church records. records yeah, yeah that would I've got to find. Go yep, I got to find where those church records are. Do they list um, in? Because I'm just thinking some of the research I've done mm -hmm. finding these family histories uh, that were. Uh, typed up. Yeah. Every once in a while, as you go back through the generation, somebody will say, oh, they were baptized at blank church. Not everybody is listed like mm -hmm. that. It'll just say baptized. Yes. But, you know, the minute you hit the mm -hmm. whatever church it is, mm -hmm. kind of wonder, yes. did the whole family go there forever? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I do have a church name in Morris, um, in, the Mo in Morris County that we, 
I've contacted the church at one time and they're like, we don't have the records. So I've got to figure out where those records where are. Where are the records right. for the church? So I, I need to reach out to the local historical society and the local genealogical society to see where those church records are located. They could be at Rutgers in their special collections, you know. So I'm looking at the, at the university that's close by. And then I'm also going to be looking at um, the state archives, too. So this is where this preliminary... Um, research comes in so handy because mm-hmm. if we just showed up and <laughs> assumed it was going to be at the church mm-hmm. you know and it's not yep yeah then we'd spend right. all this time and you only we're only there for two days i mm-hmm. think in new jersey right, right. working um so finding out exactly where these records are that'll mm-hmm. help us mm-hmm. plan out our time exactly. more efficiently getting to right the place if we flew located. up there and walked in the county courthouse and said okay yeah. where are your your records from you know 1650s they'd be like excuse me we don't they don't exist <laughs> we sorry. didn't exist then what kind of a genealogist are you <laughs> so we have to be historians first and we yes. have to understand the history of the area absolutely um i also i really want to see if in the surrogates or up there they call them the um the, yeah the surrogates um court um, if Sophia got her inheritance when she turned 18, there might be a record of that uh, because there are, I believe, two uncles that are listed on her um, father's um, as witnesses to the to the will and as a co-executor of the estate with the wife. I know he had Samuel had a, a one brother, so I need to look for that brother's records in whatever court records or whatever. Um, Circus court is to see if maybe she did get that inheritance at 18 and there's a court record that would be wonderful crossing my fingers on that um i also need to find her marriage i can't find her marriage yet because she was of course married after these early records were transcribed so i know yeah. we gotta work cut out for us on this one lucky you so <laughs> <laughs> so my plan was first thing was to um go to world cat which lists all of the books that are published and try to find all the abstracted records from this area. Church records, if any of the churches have been abstracted. Um, again, are there any other books besides the Dally book and the uh, Monette book from this area? And then I take that list and I go to my local genealogical library. We have a great genealogy library here. Uh, in Tampa, and they do have a lot of books from that area that have been transcribed. So I'm going to go through those books first so that when we get there, we don't have to waste our time going through those books. Um, And I'm recording them on my research log so that when we do go to the library up there, I can look for the the books that they have there that we don't have here. So that's the first thing I'm doing. Um, Then I'm checking with the New Jersey State Archives what documents they have colonial period and again like Rutgers University Library I'm going to check with them reach out to the historical and genealogical societies to find those those um, church records and um, and then put that list together of where we need to go and then we'll map that out so um, I agree I think you know probate records baptism records and maybe the deed books and then try and find those surrogate records Um, not just the abstraction but all of the documents yeah that go with good. That. So be good. that's my plan so far. I also have printed out. Well, go ahead, Ian. No, no, no. You printed out the, okay. your family, uh, not a group sheet, but it's the. It's um, the tree. well in reunion. It's called um, relationship chart, yeah. and um, so it shows both. It starts with Pitney Guest, and then it goes up and it shows his um, mother, and then her family, her paternal and maternal lines, and then I've made notes in between each. 
of um, those relationships like you know I need kinship proof here I need birth record I need a marriage record so I've kind of like just wrote notes on those but it's very visual yes because Mm -hmm. you know it looks like your tree that you've printed out the tree but just for that section with the notes included Mm -hmm. yeah that's very helpful and we can put that Mm -hmm. up online so everybody can see it and that way I can make notes on this I have something Mm -hmm. visual in Mm -hmm. front of me because sometimes you don't get wi-fi you know we may not have access to our digital that's so true so sometimes you can't take the digital in so um and it's just I don't know. I think most genealogists are very visual. We're very people. visual. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. easy because I could write notes all day long about the family line, you know, and then I confuse myself. But mm-hmm. halfway through, I'm like, wait, who is this again? You know, and I'm constantly going yeah. back to my computer, which has mm-hmm. the tree up, you know. And right. So print, having that printed out yep. when we go is, mm-hmm. is going to be super helpful. Yep. The other thing I'm going to print out is the family group sheets for each one of these families because, again, sometimes we're having to look for the siblings' records to try and get ourselves to these kinship relationships, especially because I know that Samuel Pitney died early and his brother was involved in his estate and he had young children. So and I think, I don't, I don't remember for sure, but I think it even says that the brother is supposed to be responsible for the children. So hopefully there might be some more court records there. Yeah. So what have you been doing? So I um, I haven't gone as specific as you have into because mm-hmm. I've I've got several people I'm researching, but I went um, a little bit of a different direction. So my goal in Connecticut is to be able to complete a supplemental for a DAR. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to find um, find a, a patriot, mm-hmm. which I did. I, f- I have there's somebody in there who's already in. Yeah, I just need to make the connection. So mm-hmm. I've got to find all the, the documents and things to make that connection up there. And that is um, Abraham Turner. And, of course, while I'm up there, I just want to do the whole Turner family. <laughs> I can go beyond Abraham. They go all the way back to um, one of, I think it's Abraham. I printed this out, and it's super tiny. Um, Abraham is 1734 to 1796. And I think it's his father or his grandfather, somebody in there, and I don't have the, I don't know why I didn't put the dates in here for this guy, um, goes back to, or it could be on the Talmadge one. It wasn't important to me. It was just mm-hmm. something that came up, and I was like, okay, well, it's not even in the line, but one of the brothers came over on the Mayflower. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, that's not my guy because it, you know, it was a, it was a brother, that, not my direct line. Um, so that was kind of sad, but but if he came over on the Mayflower, there might be a write up on him that would then this is talk the, about the, the family, yes. right? And there is so, a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, my two families up there that are super big are the Turner and the Talmadge, and mm-hmm. both of them have books on their lineage and where where I was able to get lots of clues where their burials were. That's where the cemeteries. That's really cool. Um, are we going? Um, well. We could go. <laughs> I love cemeteries. We love cemeteries. Yes, we love cemeteries. It was funny though, because in my and, and that is one of my things under my question. Uh, let me get back to this. Sorry, I took to you this. off Just off track. Sorry, jumping me off track. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I did was I took my research log and put it into Google Docs. Because I, I love Google Docs. So I, I put it in there, and then I just narrowed it down to the certain things I'm going to be looking for, which are the vital records, birth, mm-hmm. marriage, death, mm-hmm. um, if they were military, I think mm-hmm. I've kind of already answered that. I've got two uh, for that. And then um, cemetery, because mm-hmm. that was another thing. I was like, we love cemeteries, mm-hmm. so I'd love to go see yeah. the cemetery if, if I could find anybody there. So most of my questions are, do they have a grave? Can we take a picture of it? Is it there? And verifying their parents and verifying their 
um, information that I got from these uh, family history books. So, yes, so the cemetery, the, um, for some reason I had it in my head, we're going to be in New Haven, and we're totally not. <laughs> but I guess, I guess we're going now. But we're going now. We're going to, be Hart- we're going to New Haven. Um, because I've got seven people buried in New Haven at this uh, Grove Street Cemetery. Of course we'll take a detour to New yes, Haven. Yes, of course we will. And Grove Street, this, this is a really fascinating story, I guess, back in... Um, Puritan times, there was the the green, where mm-hmm. they did celebrations. They killed mm-hmm. people. They mm-hmm. buried people all mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. this area, um, and there's supposedly four to five thousand people buried in the green, mm-hmm. which is now a park. So everything that they're doing now, all their celebrations and stuff, they're on top of. But what happened to headstones? So the headstones at one point were, or most of the headstones, or some of them, mm-hmm. I'm not sure the exact number, were moved to the Grove Street Cemetery. So hopefully that's where we will find um, the my head, people. The headstones. The headstones, the headstones in, but not the bodies. The bodies, the bodies are in the park. Bodies so we can in just park. walk in the park and remember the bodies. ancestors. Yes. Okay. And there okay. was a story when I was looking at this um, that during a storm, a tree toppled over and pulled mm-hmm. up all these bones with right, it. Right, so, right, Yeah. Like, oh, that's creepy. Okay. But anyway, there it is. And there's also a church now that was built over a section of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they said Benedict Arnold's first wife is buried there. And really cool pictures. Um, the center church on the green holds about 137 graves. And when you look at the pictures, I guess because of some water issues, they bricked over mm-hmm. everything. So mm-hmm. it's these headstones coming out of a brick floor. <laughs> okay. So it's, it's, really, it's really different looking. Um, cool. So that's a place... Um, Hale Cemetery is one that is near um, Hartford, and there's two people there that okay. I want to go mm-hmm. find, and that's Samuel uh, Curtis and Betsy Guernsey Curtis are both buried there. And also, one that we probably won't get to is um, in Guilford, uh, Westside Cemetery in Guilford has two two headstones there, but that's for my friend. She probably doesn't really mm-hmm. care that much. <laughs> Concentrate on my people. Um, anyway, so that's a, that's some headstone or some cemeteries that we can go visit, excellent, and excellent. So that I researched there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, while I was prepping for this and uh, trying to do as much online mm-hmm. work as I can, I opened up Zotero, and mm-hmm. I know we've talked about Zotero yeah. before, and mm-hmm. I I love this program. It needs to be open on your computer, and I have two screens, so I've got my laptop over here, and I've got my external screen where I do my stuff. So Zotero is open on my laptop. And anytime I find a um, anytime I find a document or a source or, or something on Ancestry or Family Search or wherever I am online, I will click on my little extension up at the top for Zotero and add it in, and it goes directly where I want it. And the place I want it in Zotero, I've created a file for Connecticut. And under that file, I have subfiles for all the surnames. So I've got a Curtis, a Guernsey, Nash, Baker, Alsop, Talmadge, Peck, um, Bassett, Potter, Seely. These are all the people in, in Connecticut in that area that mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. research. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I will click on their subfolder and then I will tag it with the person's first name. Mm -hmm. So I'm not making subfolders for mm -hmm. every single person, mm -hmm. but I can just tag it. Mm -hmm. It pops into Zotero, it has the full citation, it has the link back to that document. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to go into Ancestry and look it up again. I can mm -hmm. just pull up Zotero and click the link. I'm there. Isn't that amazing? It's perfect. Yeah. It's so perfect. So I've got all that stuff there and when I take my laptop with me, it mm -hmm. just comes with me. Mm -hmm. I can, you know, find it all yep. all together. Yep. So I did that. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty ready. And what I, what I want to do is take that DAR uh, application mm -hmm. and kind of work off of that mm -hmm. and make sure, use mm -hmm. that as my guideline. Mm -hmm. And we talked a long time ago at the very beginning when we were talking about lineage societies. Mm -hmm. um, even if you're not going for a lineage mm -hmm. society, pull up one of the applications. Mm -hmm. And we love the Ohio mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. We think they're very thorough mm -hmm. um, in, in what they do. And use that as your guideline mm -hmm. to prove what it is you're trying to prove mm -hmm. or to go back those generations right. just you know use that as your worksheet even if you're not going for it right and yeah. you can get um from for instance the dar daughters of the american revolution you can get i think it's, it's about for a ten dollar fee you can get a copy of all of the documentation that someone used to prove their um their lineage back to the to the Revolutionary War. Yes, um, and that is well yeah. worth it. Yeah, it's only ten dollars. If, if it's yeah, especially if it's you know you definitely know that that's your your yes. guy. So. Yes, which is something that I need to do this week. In fact, for my um, Abraham Turner, mm -hmm. someone has him through William mm -hmm. and Mary Talmadge, which are in my line, and I don't know yeah. where they go from there, but. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to see their documentation right. for that because mm -hmm. that'll make it that much easier. If they've already connected those mm -hmm. two, I don't have too far back to go. Yeah. 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 Good. Especially since that's a line, I did my Ohio one up to a certain point and then it branched off a different way. So mm -hmm. I can just use everything I've already done for Ohio mm -hmm. and make these few little connections to, Perfect. Yeah. to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Should be good. Mm -hmm. And in Connecticut, most of the documents, that are, most of the records are at the state archives in mm -hmm. Hartford so we're going to be spending a lot of time there yes as well except we're doing a detour now to except from New my Haven. misguided thought that we're going to be in New Haven why it's did okay. I do that it's like I got stuck on a city and I'm like oh yeah that's totally where we're going not <laughs> not at all oh but our very end of our trip we're just going to do something fun yeah um Amy and I discovered that as children we both went to Mystic Connecticut with mm -hmm. our with our families, families yeah and we both had really fond memories of it, and we mm -hmm. thought, oh, let's just go there yep. Friday night. It'll be our last night, mm -hmm. and um, we found a nice little hotel, and we'll tour the town. I'm sure it will be nothing like our childhood memories. Did you find your picture from... I didn't, but I, I have my mom searching for it. Okay, yeah. Amy right. came up with a picture of her. I, can't, yeah. I have a picture of me and my mom and my sister on one of the ships there. Yeah. They have a maritime museum there, so... Um, and I think I was there in like fourth grade, fourth yeah. or fifth grade, something like that. So yeah, yeah. so it will probably look very different than I remember. <laughs> yes, I, I feel so because I can I can visualize what I think it's going to look like, mm -hmm. and it's not going to look anything like that. But it'll be a lot of fun. But it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be it'll fun. Be That'll be our last. So night. we still have a lot of um, prepping to do. Mm -hmm. Prepping is mm -hmm. a lot of work. Prepping actually. is a lot of work. But it's it, it's the payoff is when you're there, you can focus on exactly what you need to focus yes. on, and um, and not waste any time. So. Absolutely. And you know what else we have to research? We have to research restaurants. Oh, we do. <laughs> we do have yes. to research some good, good. We love to eat locally. Yes. And if so. anybody listening um, is in the Hartford area and you've got a great restaurant mm -hmm. that's a local restaurant, yep. let, yeah. us know, let us know because we're always looking for Or apparently in New Haven, too. <laughs> yeah. Maybe New Haven as well. We'll go down there for our cemetery. <laughs> 
Well, need lunch or dinner, Absolutely. Right? We need something. Yeah, so, so send us some suggestions. Absolutely. All right, so until next time. When we will report back what we found. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening. Please email us with any questions or comments at genealogyhappyhour at gmail.com. Visit our website, www.genealogyhappyhour.com, for additional resources, books, and wines. Don't forget to drink responsibly. And never drink around genealogical documents.